winning weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to week eight of the NFL full slate on Winning Picks Weekly. As always, my name is John. With me, as always, my my pal, my main man, Greg, who's featured with me on the NFL full slate, the college full slate on Winning Picks Weekly with Chip Murphy 7, and also on the Jets episodes. Thank you for bearing with us. We're having some technical issues on the audio side, but we'll have all the Winning Picks Weekly episodes there. But obviously, we're on the Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period, YouTube. Oh, yeah. Peace Weekly, you can find us there. We are going a little early now. Schedule's going to change a little bit. We are, we are, I mean, we are live right now on Tuesday night where the Frozen Frenzy is going on with Bucci Cross, <laughs> every single NHL team, and he's red zoning it up. We have opening night in the NBA. We have the first ever game seven in the NLCS for the Philadelphia Phillies. First ever game seven ever for the Philadelphia Phillies. Happens to be NLCS at home. It's a crazy night. We have home opener for the Knicks tomorrow. I'm going to be there. We have Jets-Giants on Sunday. It's Ooh. crazy. It's crazy for us right now. So, schedule's going to change up a little bit. We're, we're doing this before the injury reports come out. Yep. Which might help us at the end of the day. Maybe it's going to help us. I, I, I need something to, to change my luck here. Change it up. Greg, I was putting the picks in today. I saw we have a lot of common ones. I'm, we haven't had a lot of common ones all year, so usually that would terrify me. Maybe we're finally, finally is coming all together. Without further ado, we have a huge Thursday night game. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus eight and a half at the Buffalo Bills. And man, oh man, have the Buffalo Bills not looked the same since Matt Milano and Trey White got hurt. And who would have thought? I mean, it's the same thing every year. They get hurt, the team goes down, and we wonder why. What's going on? Let's just blame Josh Allen. Start screaming about it. It has nothing to do with Josh Allen. The defense it just isn't there. I absolutely love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus eight and a half this week. It, 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 it's one of my. It's one of the easiest bets of the week. I mean, everybody wants to take the Buffalo Bills. They looked bad last week. This is the bounce back. It's coming back. They're at home. It's a short week. First of all, I, 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 I should have pulled this data, but off memory, home teams on Thursday just have not been covering. Cause usually that's my default to take home teams on Thursday, just have not been covering. Number two, the Bills, I'm, I'm stamping it right now. I know it's a, it's a talk of the town. I'm stamping it right now. Fraudulent. They are actual fraudulent team. I love Tampa eight and a half. Even if the Bills win, dude, eight and a half is crazy. The, I, I can only think of like five teams. The Bills should be eight and a half against. And that's like, I'm talking like badgent and, and, and that type of deal. Yeah. I, I, I love Tampa here, man. I really, really, and they're going to stop the run. Like, I, I think Tampa could win. I think Tampa could win. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I like Tampa Bay here. 90, uh, 89% of the money coming in on Buffalo, 86% of the bets. I think that's absolutely insane. Like, I don't know what we've seen from Buffalo to your point that they should be eight and a half point favorites against anyone. And it's kind of, it's going to be a theme of the, a theme of the week, theme of the episode. Last, last week, a lot of three point spreads, a lot of four point spreads, a lot of small spreads. This week, a lot of big spreads, a lot of eights, a lot of nines, a lot of six and a half. So, um, 
start off with the eight and a half. To your point, I think it's way too many points. And last week I did good. Last week I was nine and four. I was perfect in the one o'clock window by picking absolutely disgusting picks. <laughs> now I think Tampa Bay, even though it's eight and a half points, I think it's a disgusting pick. Like they don't have a good defense, even though everyone talks about the defense. They definitely don't have a good offense. Like if Baker Mayfield's not throwing 60 yard bombs to Mike Evans and they're not scoring points, they can't run the ball. They haven't been able to run the ball in three years. Todd Bowles sucks as a coach. We've known it for a decade now. Um, it's a disgusting pick. Like it gives me flashbacks of Buffalo when they played Las Vegas earlier in the season. Bad team comes into town and they just absolutely kill them after they after they lost to uh, the Jets early in the season. So I guess that's why it's eight and a half. But I think Tampa Bay keeps it close. To your point, I think there's a chance they could win because it's so ugly and it's you know Buffalo just isn't the same team as they were earlier in the season. To your point, with all the injuries, I think it's much closer than eight and a half points. I like Tampa Bay. All right, we are in unison here. Um, yep. I was thinking about but, making it a best bet. I like it so much, but I see, too. you know, it's, th- it's Thursday night. Let's just let's get into the Sunday slate. I don't worry about my best bets then. Honestly, me too. But you know, it's really easy for me to make this game right here the first game we're about to talk about. My first best bet, mm-hmm. and this is a don't think, just take bet of the week, man. Philadelphia Eagles minus six and a half at Washington. Washington, after starting 2-0, has absolutely sucked. Like I I know the public's going to be with Philly. I know everyone watched Philly in the Kelly Green last week, and now everyone's back on Philly after losing to the – it's such a roller coaster. You lose to the Jets, all of a sudden Philly's done. They're undefeated, now the Philly's done, and now all of a sudden they're completely back. I think they were good the whole time. I think Washington is not, not going to be able to handle them at all. Washington's defense sucks. Their defensive line stinks. Their head coach stinks. Their quarterback stinks. Uh, they just have a couple good uh skill skill positions. I like yep. Lance Thomas. I like the running backs. I like some wide receivers out there. That's it, man. I, I'm making Philly my best bet. Minus six and a half. Division. Don't care. I think Philly's going to kill them. Yeah, it's so disgusting. You have to take it. It's so disgusting. I was thinking about making it my first best bet of the day. Uh Washington plus six and a half give to me. I'm mean, 66% of the money's on the Eagles, 74% of the bets. I'm not sure, you know, I get that Phillies look good and I get that Washington look bad, but you know, divisional game, I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be close. I think these guys played already early this season. I think it came down to the wire. Like I think, uh, Washington played them tough already this year. So, um, what scares me in this one is just Washington, I think, has given up the most, uh, sacks all season. Sam Howell is just getting sacked a ton. He's good for six a game right now, which is not good against this Philly defense, especially because this Philly secondary is a little susceptible to the pass. So if well, they're you good can, with Slays here. Yeah, that's true. And they just and they traded for a safety out of Tennessee who's pretty good. So, uh, you know, we'll see how quickly he gets integrated there. But, you know, if you can protect your quarterback, with you said the weapons with McLaurin, Dotson, Tight end, the running backs, Brian Robinson. Like you can get something going with this Washington offense. They just haven't been able to keep Howe upright. So six and a half points, divisional game at home. I think it's too many points again. Give me Washington. It's ugly. It's disgusting. Yeah, I think it's honestly. I mean, I I, I see where you're going with that. It's just I know they went to overtime last last time too. Thirty four, thirty one overtime at Philly, right? So it makes sense. Like the Washington sounds like the smart bet. 
Yep. I, I just think that their trajectory is so just different right now. Jalen Carter is going to ruin the, the commanders. I, I really truly, and honestly, I think he should, he should be defensive rookie of the year. Jalen yep. Carter has been unreal. So that's neither here nor there. Moving on. New Orleans Saints plus one, maybe the, maybe, uh, to, to take, uh, Mr. Uh, Bill Simmons is wording. This might be a poop factor game, man. New Orleans Saints plus one and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I don't know what to make of both of these teams. I, yeah, I, I don't truly know don't. More disgusting. I like the skill position players on the Saints, uh, but I like the grittiness of the Colts. I hate the Colts skill position players really in totality, but I love their grittiness, and it's just a complete opposite on the Saints. I love their skill position players, but I really hate their grittiness. I hate their toughness. I don't trust them at all. Minshew at home, Minshew mania. I'm just not going to bet against it. It hurts that the uh, the strength of the Colts is the strength of the Saints, like the running of the Colts and the run defense of the Saints. Yep. I'm just sticking with the Colts here, man. I'm, I'm going with the home team. Carr stinks. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's hurt. He's playing hurt. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to really move the ball, but I don't want to say that because this could be 13-10, but it could also be 38-35. So I don't want to say, like, I don't know. I just know it's going to be close. I'm taking Indy. Just give me the, give me the one and a half. Hopefully it's a one point game. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. This is my line to sand game for the Saints this season. Like we just saw PJ. Washington put up 34 points against Indianapolis. Like if, if they're hard, PJ Walker, sorry, you know, put up a uh, 30 something points against Indianapolis last week with the Cleveland Browns. If Derek Carr can't do it, then what are we doing here? So got a lot of futures on New Orleans. Uh, I think New Orleans is a disgusting pick. I don't know why it's only one and a half points. I think Indies look pretty good. I don't think New Orleans has looked good the last couple weeks. I mean, Alvin Kamara is like second or third in the league in like receptions by a running back. And he missed the first three weeks. Like he is just locked and loaded seven receptions every game because that's all they can do is throw the ball two yards to Derek, to Alvin Kamara. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what's going on down the field. I'm not sure if it's because Derek Carr is hurt. So he can't throw the ball. I'm not sure if they're just not figuring it out. Whatever it is, the Saints offense has looked atrocious. <laughs> I don't get why it's one and a half points, um, which makes me kind of like the Colts or likes the Saints even more. But yeah, give me the Saints here. Saints plus one and a half on the road. Yeah, just a gross game. Why the sand game? See, that's the only thing I disagree with you with, dude. The, the division is so bad. Like, what's the line in the sand? Like, if Tampa Bay loses, you know, it's a Buffalo. Even if they win, who cares? Like, it's just going to be one game ahead. You know what I mean? The Falcons. Yeah, it, it's just, it's like, if uh, let me pull up their schedule real quick. The line in the sand is just like, they should be like, they should be up two games already on the division. It's like they've lost like two or three bad games in a row. It's like if you just keep losing bad games, like you're, you just don't have a shot at winning the division. Like they lost to the Texans. They lost to the Jaguars. Now they're going to lose to the Colts. Like what are we doing here? They're going to lose to the whole AFC South. The AFC South stinks. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if you can't beat the Texans, Jags, and Colts, like, who are you going to beat? The Lions, the Panthers, the Giants, the Rams? Like, oh, they're going to beat the know. Bucks and the Falcons. They're going to beat the division, man. This is the, this is the opposite conference. Doesn't matter. Maybe, but if but if they could beat these teams, if they could beat these bad teams or these okay teams, like 
Theoretically, then, I agree with you. Theoretically, then, I agree with you. Yeah, then when they win against their division, then they win the division. The problem is that they're going to be battling the Hawks. They're going to be battling Atlanta. They're going to be battling Tampa Bay to try to catch up to them because they're losing these terrible games. I'm with you just until the last point because I think they're all going to be losing games. I think they all suck. They're all going to be playing no, in the mud think, all I year. Of, I think one of these teams is going to pull away. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think they're going to be playing in the mud. At the last quarter of the season, last four games, we're going to be going crazy because they all play until the last game and we're going to be going nuts because it's going to be a, a the, the nine win team that goes in, even though we added extra game to the season. I mean, yeah. this, this, this is a gross, gross division. Yeah, it's disgusting. Right, let's go to another disgusting game here. Sure. But a best bet of mine. Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars five and two, minus two and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I know the Steelers keep pulling out games. And, dude, if you made me guess what the Pittsburgh Steelers' record was after watching all their games, I, I don't know how many chances it would take me to get to 4-2 without, like, knowing the score. Like, just watching the games. I have, I can't believe they're not 2-4. It's crazy. It, they are the luckiest 4-2 team I've ever seen. That's including the Vikings of last year, which I think we even better record, right? Yeah. Dude. I think Jacksonville is going to absolutely lay the smackdown on Pittsburgh. To be honest with you, I think they're going to. I, I don't know how else to 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 phrase it. I think they're going to annihilate the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're better than them in every phase of the game. The only person I'm worried about is T.J. Watt, but I think I think honestly they could move around him. I think they're savvy enough to honestly maneuver around him wherever he is in the game. Trevor Lawrence is that good. They have weapons everywhere. Maybe Calvin Ridley will gasp, catch a touchdown. Maybe Deontay Johnson will catch a touchdown. I might in my Hail Mary just take both those guys to catch a touchdown and just see what happens. Because yeah. <laughs> like that, that, that's more of a Hail Mary than anything. But I yeah. love the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Give me Dougie Peterson. Six and two Jacksonville Jaguars. What a world. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, dude. It's tough. I mean, I'm go. I'm going with the Steelers. I mean, home team getting points. Mike Tomlin at home getting points, and it worries me. Right, sixty three percent of the money's on Pittsburgh, but I think it makes sense. I mean, when Pittsburgh is an underdog, they're winning games outright. I think they win this one outright as well. Um, plus two and a half. Najee Harris getting in the mix, getting a touchdown last week, along with Warren. Like both of those guys are getting going a little bit. Maybe Kenny Pickett's moving the ball in the right direction. I think this defense is stout. I think this defense is loaded. TJ Watt needs to get it in gear if he's going to lead the league in sacks because I I have that future and I would love to hit that. Um, yeah, uh, dude, I, I think it's it doesn't make any sense. It's disgusting to your point. I can't believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers are four and two, but I think they improved to five and two on Sunday. It's crazy to say it, but I think it's just one of those things where, like I said, Pittsburgh team at home getting points, you got to take it. I mean, both of these teams, the record's going to be unbelievable if either of them win, which makes you yeah. want to bet the tie. I'm, I'm, I'm not even lying. <laughs> it makes you want to True. bet the tie. All right. Next game. Battle of the Rookies. And honestly, it, it might be exactly how we thought it was going to go. I, I know, you know, the first pick is going to go to the worst team. Yeah, you know, we never we never think about it like that, right? Like Bryce Young should be on a worse team than CJ Shaw. We always make fun of it because we, we never like think about it like that. Like the NBA, in the NFL, especially like those are the very prominent drafts 
where the first pick and the second pick usually, you know, neck to neck. And then we always freak out if the, if the second player is having a better career, especially in the beginning, because he has a better team, even if it's by a one game margin. To me, the Panthers and the Texans are not one game margin away. <laughs> they're just not. They're not. They're, it's not even. And that brings me to, to where we are. I mean, Carolina's at home, basically on, on an even number coming off a bye. They're both coming off a bye, right? Yes. Did Carolina play last week? No, they're both yeah. going to, dude, I love Houston. I don't understand it. Like, Houston is the better team six games ago, you know, coming up last year. They're the better team coming into this year. They're the better team projected right now. They have the better quarterback. They have the better coach. They have the better defense. They have the better wide receivers. Like, what's, what's the issue? I don't, I don't, I, I, Miles Sanders is not hurt. I mean, not, not healthy. Maybe he'll come back better after the bye. Damian Pierce, he's going to, he's going against the, I think the second worst rushing defense in Carolina in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I love Houston, man. I, I almost want to make this my uh, best bet of my, I, I, you know what? Dude, just stamp it. I'm just going to finish my best bets right now. I'm just going to stamp it. I'm just going to take my, my boys, my, my, my Houston Texans, minus two and a half. And they're about to be four and three and my division bet looking mm-hmm. good for Houston. Look out for the, those, those wizards and the magic and the jazz and the thunder in the NBA. People call me crazy about the Texans. There's some good teams in the bottom of these leagues before the season starts, man. I, I love know. the Texans. I listened to, I listened to your, uh, NBA preview out on the, YouTube channel with Chip Murphy. I picked up Jordan Poole in the sixth round. Oh yeah. And he, he went off and he shot, I don't know, shot 35 shots in their last preseason game before the season started. <laughs> I was listening. I was picking up some nuggets here and there. I put some futures in. So I'm with you. I'm with you on that. The one I wish I was on with you was Houston to win the division. Cause I was not. And you know, it started out at plus a thousand, plus 1100. And, uh, it's certainly, certainly shorter than that right now. I just want to play your clip from a minute or two ago where you were listing off all the things Houston's better at than Carolina. And I just want to end that sentence with, and that's why I'm taking Carolina. Give me Carolina plus three. It makes absolutely no sense. It's so disgusting. 90% of the money, 87% of the money right now is on Houston, 56% of the bets. So there's big money coming in on Houston. Three points makes absolutely no sense. Houston is at, is a much better team than Carolina right now. Carolina has shown, has shown no fight. They've never been like in a close game all season. Like they just yeah. get killed. And now all of a sudden it's three points. Like what are we doing here? Um, makes absolutely no sense. That's why I'm taking Carolina plus three. That's fine. I think he's just going to smack them, honestly. I think, I think, Damian, yeah. I think this is a Damian Pierce game. Put it on my yeah. board. This is a, this is a Dave Pierce game. And he finally goes off while, while he's on my bench somewhere in fantasy. Yep. Right, let's talk about the worst game of the one o'clocks. Oh, easily for me, the worst game, the two worst quarterbacks. Easily. We have Malik Willis slash Will Levis at home at plus two and a half versus Desmond Ritter. Mr. De- Am I right about Desmond Ritter yet? Has everyone come home by Desmond Ritter yet? My man, my <laughs> man, Austin Safarian Jenkins fumbling it twice and touch, touch back in the end zone. I mean, if I was at that game. <laughs> that was a Jets. I, I don't know how it survived. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them? I'm still thinking about this. The ASJ right in front of my they face. They still won the okay. game, though. I know, but dude, if you're talk, like, we talk about, we're talking about the Jets game next, and we talk about how, you know, the Jets defense is despite their quarterback. Talk about winning despite your quarterback. Yeah. Not only is he turning the ball over, he's giving them the ball 
right as you're about to score. Like, you can't turn over the ball any farther in <laughs> than what you yeah, do. Literally on the one-yard line, out on the road against a divisional opponent, like the last place you want to be turning the ball over. And then you and then you don't even give your defense a chance because they're already back on the 25. Yep. It, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I don't know how Atlanta won. Uh, I commend them for winning. Tennessee just got rid of their safety. Uh, not great. Yeah. The only thing with Tennessee is they're wearing their Oilers jerseys, but it's not mm. theirs, Greg. The jerseys are nice. I'm scared to bet against a nice jersey. I get it, but it's not theirs. All right? It's stolen valor. It's they stolen valor. Culture. And they have Malik Willis and Will Levis. Like, yeah. listen, man, I watch college football. Like, I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't know what else. Listen, Ritter sucks because I watch college football. Malik Willis and Will Levis, not even on the same planet. <laughs> as Ritter. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I'm taking Atlanta. This should be another best bet. Like, I don't, this is easy. I'm taking Atlanta. I, I, I cannot. I know it's Vrabel. I know he just made the Hall of Fame. I know it's at home. I agree. I know they're going to run the ball with Tajay and Derrick Henry all over the place. Atlanta's a good D, good running D. I know that B. John Robinson, I don't know. He got the Lamar Jackson stomach virus. I don't know what's going on. Yep. But I'm telling you right now, this, I love Atlanta so much in this game. Tennessee Titans don't have a, Derrick Henry's going to have to throw a touchdown. Okay. Here's my caveat. If Tennessee wins, Derrick Henry has to throw a touchdown, maybe multiple touchdowns because like their that. quarterback is not. I don't care who it is. Their quarterback is not throwing one. I like that. I would love to see if that's a prop bet available somewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. It's so disgusting. I have to take it. Give me Tennessee plus two and a half. I mean, home no. team getting points, but no God damn, Malik no. Willis or Will no Levis. Like, pick your no poison. Way. Dude, no that way. is as bad as it gets uh, right it. now in the NFL. So that's why I love it. It's so disgusting. I love it. I'm turning in, no. I'm turning into this. Greg. But it, it's working. I'm going to, I'm going to have an intervention with you just about. Like next week, I don't forget. Even if we go undefeated, besides this game, like this, we're gonna have an interview about betting your real money on a quarterback like Malik Willis or Will. I don't care. Like, there has to be a limit. There has to be a line. Yeah, there this has might to be the line. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I this mean, I feel the same way about Derek Carr every week. Worst, worst quarterback against the spread in the last two seasons. I feel the same way, but I still do it. And at some point, you have to sit yourself down and be like, "Why are you still betting money on Derek yeah. Carr? Like, what are you doing?" Yeah, I, I mean, that's why I took Minshew. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's why I, I took Minshew there. I'm not. I don't feel. I'm not as upset about Derek Carr as I am about Malik Willis and Will Levis, man. I mean, we wanted Derek Carr in the Jets like ten minutes ago. True. You're telling me he's a top ten quarterback. Uh, you know, last season. So it was. Yeah, Will Levis not even. Whatever. Yep. Shout out to him. Good luck. All right. Enjoy, enjoy <laughs> All right. I'm wearing the Green Bay shirt. Mm. Let's go Minnesota. At Green Bay, pick them game. And although we're in the shirt, I'm curious where the public is here. Green Bay has cluster injuries. We're doing this before the injury report. I don't want the injury report to sway me too much. Maybe that's why I've been bad. Man. I'm changing things up a little bit. But Green Bay has cluster injuries, man. They have injuries all over their defense. They have injuries on their offensive line. And they have a rookie quarterback. I know technically he's not, but he is. Jordan loves a rookie quarterback. I just, I just, I just don't see it from them, man. I really don't see it from them. I really like what I saw from Minnesota last week versus, versus the 49ers, right? I, I know everybody did, but I really like what I saw. Like, uh, Hunter, if he's still on the team, he actually doesn't get traded. They have some good skill positions. They can't really run the ball, but that's fine. Shout out to Dwayne McBride, though. See, another guy, bro. 
Shout yeah. out. Shout out. UAB. Deuce, deuce. Get in Minnesota, dude. Minus a half. Yeah, 80% of the bets right now in Minnesota, but 61% of the money on Green Bay. It's You can get it at plus one on different sports books or shop the line. And Lambeau. Um, at Lambeau, it makes absolutely no sense to me that it's only a one-point spread. I mean, Minnesota right. beat for the 49ers, who were the best mm-hmm. team in football two weeks ago, and Green Bay lost to Denver, who's the worst team in football as of a week ago. Mm-hmm. But why is the spread even? Like, that makes no sense. So... Mm-hmm. Give me well, Green I think, Bay. I think it's I think it's because no one can believe that Green Bay's bad yet. They still have this image that Green Bay's good. It's at home. It's Green Bay. Jordan Love is good. I don't. I actually don't think people are watching the games because I rewatched that. I rewatched the Packers game just to see what's up. Jordan Love is not good. I mean, it's just not. It's, whatever's going on in Green Bay is just not a good operation. Yeah, but just like what makes what makes. Yeah, I guess maybe they just have a vision of like the first couple weeks, but I mean they're two yeah. and four. Like I, they they beat the Bears in the first week of the season. Like other than that, they've they've stunk all all year long. Yeah, I mean I I, I just there's nothing for me that's sexy about Minnesota. Yeah, therefore, I mean th- that's where I would go and. I'm going to stick with Minnesota. You're going to stick with Green Bay. I mean, yeah. it's a pick em, so I don't think it's a big deal. And I lied about the next game we're talk about is the Jets and Giants. We'll talk about the Jets and Giants right here, Greg. It's a three-point spread. It's the first game the Jets have been favored in the last seven. So going back to last year, mm-hmm. which we're always favored at the end of the season. That's always when the Jets do well, and everybody everybody's mind goes crazy. Oh, maybe the Jets are good. And then we keep our team, have a bad draft pick, and back in hell. Yeah, right. we, just lose, <laughs> we just win a game out in Los Angeles for no reason and lose out on Trevor Lawrence, you know, all that normal stuff. Uh, is what it is. Yep. Happens <laughs> to the best of us. But this not, week, I, right. I, I don't think about it at all. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, oh man, what was it? what's uh, Greg Williams with two Gs? Three Gs, oh, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I came against Oakland. He kept us, he kept us <laughs> in the Trevor Lawrence sweet stakes with that all out blitz, baby. I love you, Greg, for that. Cover Hilarious. zero, run it. So this is the big game in MetLife. First of all, if I can write a petition for the Giants to keep those uniforms, keep the end zone, keep the helmets, keep the uniforms forever. I, 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 pleasant. It's so pleasant watching the Giants in those jerseys and they play better in those jerseys. I, I don't understand why. Yep. The Giants don't make that their permanent. But on the other hand, I can say the same thing about the Jets, right? I'm hoping I'm I'm gonna be at that game. Front row in the end zone like an idiot. On the Jets side. I'm I'm just hoping that somehow, some way, we do the retro Jets versus the retro Giants. Oh, that would be such an aesthetically pleasing game. Such an aesthetic. A weird game would be the Giants red or the Giants white versus our stealth black. That would yeah. be really cool. But I don't know if we wear ourselves black on the road, even though it's at MetLife. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We have Aaron Rodgers and Eli Manning throwing to each other before the game. We have the Jets off a bye, off being the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. We have the Giants with their backup quarterback winning a gritty game. This game specifically is a huge injury report game for me. It sucks that it's on Tuesday. I wish I knew who on the offensive line for the Giants was playing. I wish I knew if the quarterback was playing. Right, I would love if Daniel Jones was playing from the mm. Jets' perspective. I would love. He's addicted to turnovers. 
go against one of the top five defenses in the league, that'd be great to me. If it's Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a little worried. I don't love the line. I'm telling you right now, dude. Minus three, don't love it. Don't love that at all. We are not six points better than, than the Giants. That's crazy talk. Okay. So that makes me want to think the Giants, but obviously that's impossible. I cannot. I think the Giants, I think the, I think the Giants are going to win the first half of this game. I think the Jets are going to win the second half of this game. Greg, the most important stat you need to know about the New York Jets. Mm. They have given up one touchdown in the second half of this season. And we won that game. (laughs) With the Dallas Cowboys, the game we got blown out, five field goals in the second half. We get one second half touchdown all year, man. That's crazy. That's insane. The Jets in the second half, we're going to stifle the Giants. I'm a little scared of them in the first half. I'm scared of Saquon Barkley. (laughs) Okay? I'm scared of him catching out of the backfield. I'm scared of freaking Darren Waller. Darren Waller better not kill me, dude. The tight ends. I'm so scared of the tight ends, man. Darren Waller. But that's it. Right? Are you worried about anything else from the Giants side? On the, on the Jets, on the, from the other perspective, Mika McFadden, the, the Giants linebacker, one of my favorite awesome. linebackers in the league. Yep. What a draft pick. What a late round draft pick. He's yep. a killer. Uh, McKinney from Alabama, beast. Second yep. beast. Also, it's a Leonard Williams and Peanock revenge game. I mean, mm. I, I, we do have to think about it. I don't care anybody says Peanock is a, is a big part of the defense and yep. Leonard Williams, Giants fans hate him, told you. But it's a big deal. He's gonna he's gonna care. I mean that that can make a difference. We still have a Schleb at right guard, right? Like Titman is gone. Right? So yeah. it's our first official week without Titman. We had two weeks to install it, but we do have a right guard that's out of there. I wonder if Dwayne Brown's gonna annoy us this week. If he's gonna come back, we're gonna start talking about moving back into right. Max Mitchell's been doing great at right. Who knows? It's a long way to say here, Greg. Jets minus two and a half, Jets minus three. You take it. But you don't love it. If you really want, if you really want the sharp bet here, if you really, really, really want the unbiased sharp bet, take the Giants first half, Jets second half. Take that little parlay on FanDuel, DraftKings. But Jets are going to win this game, hopefully. But let me tell you what, Greg, we're gonna, there's much more on the Jets episode coming up. Uh, we're going to get really in depth into it. But if you, if again, unbiased, Giants desperately need to win this game. If they want, if they want the playoffs, the NFC wild card, there's one wild card spot up for grabs. Everybody's in the dirt, but the Giants are two games out. They have five losses. Everybody has three and four. Yep. They got to get back in the swing of things. It's a desperate game for them. If we lose, it's not a big deal. We beat the Jets. We still have the Chargers and the Raiders coming up two primetime games right before the Bills and the Dolphins. You know what I mean? Like everything is fine if we lose this game. It really is. So that's the weird desperation part. Sauce and DJ, hopefully they're okay. Long way to say, give me the Jets minus three. Don't love it. But, man, I remember the last time they played, the Jets lost to the Giants. And we need this game. Like We need it bad. Let me ask you this. Before you tell me, and, like, in, in your little soliloquy, tell me what you think about this. Do you? It's a Giants home game. Mm-hmm. Do you think the crowd's going to be blue? Or do you think it's going to be green? Do you think it's going to be 50-50? And what do you, what do you got? What, what, what's your opinion of this game? I know, you're, I know I'm the frequent flyer at Jet Life. But dude, I, I don't know, man. We've they've surprised me so much going so hard on primetime. Like the fans, we've been, I, we've n- I've never had. We had the Bills last year, the the Bills Jets game, and then the Bills offense game, two loudest, craziest Jets games I've ever been to in my life. This year, it's every game. It's 
Every, yeah. Especially in the prime time. I'm very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, what, I mean, right, the stats are coming out about, like, the Jets are, like, the most watched team in football. You know, we have, like, three of the biggest games. Yeah, I think it's just it's going to be Jet. I think it's going to be a good mix. I think it's going to be surprisingly Jets, though. I think a lot of people are obviously going to the game. But, uh, you know, it's a road game at home for us. It's a weird thing. It doesn't happen a lot. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Lot in football, so. Um, yeah, I think the Jets are the the more disgusting side because none, neither of these teams really, I feel like, should be given three points. So I'm riding with the Jets here, minus three. Uh, don't love it to your point, but I'm going to take it. Zach Wilson's played clean. Zach Wilson's played good football. That's what we need to keep doing. We've been winning games because we've been turning people over and not turning the ball over ourselves. We need to keep doing that. We need to let Brees Hall cook. Let Brees do his thing. Um, I'm interested, man. I was, I, you know, in this bye week, I guess we'll talk about more on the Jets episode, but I thought we were going to be more active in the trade market. Like I thought we were going to make it some more deals. I get that the deadline's not till the 31st. So there's still some time here, but. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we don't know the injury reports. We don't know exactly who's playing to your point because of the turnovers and we needing turnovers. I would love if Daniel Jones did play. Um, but yeah, for now, give me the Jets minus three. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I mean, the, you know, the Giants last week, 14, seven. I think the Jets, you know, have something like that up our sleeve too. I think it's gonna be low scoring. I think it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna come yeah. down to field goals. It's gonna come down to this defense not giving up a touchdown in the second half like they've done most of the year so far. Like 22-17 type game, huh? Yeah. Did you notice, though, did you notice that the that the, that the Bills-Patriots before the last touchdown uh, by the Patriots was 22-17? No, I didn't. <laughs> dude, I don't know what it is about the Bills, dude. They, just, they, they are in 22-17 games every week. It's just like the Jets 17-3 first half deal. So funny, we should just be betting that because it seems like they're <laughs> always right around it. Yeah, like just all the variations around twenty two seventeen. It's really weird. But anyway, go to the other AFC East game of the week. Mm. New England, who I had beating the Buffalo Bills last week. I, I legitimately did. Sure. Plus nine and a half at Miami. We all had Miami losing to Philly. I mean, this was... I, I've been I've been on the right side of both these teams, and I and this is an interesting one because Greg, let me ask you this: What do you think the record is? Uh, Tua versus Bill Belichick. It's incredible for Tua, right? Yeah. What do you think it is? Four and oh, six and oh, something like that. Like it's five and oh. Yeah, it's five and oh, dude. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. that's scary. However, nine and a half is too many points for Bill Belichick, even if the Dolphins win. And historically, New England has trouble playing in Miami. Yes. I like New England nine and a half. I honestly think they have a chance to win this game. I think so, I too. I know that's crazy. But listen, Dolphins, ever since Armstead went out, haven't been the same. Their left tackle. Probably second the best left, left tackle. The, the whole left side of the line. Left tackle, left guard, and center all hurt. The running back situation, ever since A-Chain went out, Wilson's back. He didn't do much. Most of didn't look that great last week. I don't know if yep. they're going to look that great against New England, to be honest with you, the, the running backs. And if you can't run the ball and Waddle is in 100%, yes, Gusecki, you know, Gusecki's on the other side now, baby. Yeah. Like, I'm just letting you know, it's just Tyreek Hill show. It's going to be tough. 
I I'm putting New England in my money line parlay. Mm-hmm. But I like I like New England plus nine and a half, dude. And to be honest with you, as a Jets fan, I know it's gross to have to root for Bill Belichick every week. But we kind of need New England to be three and five and Miami to be five and three. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, how there's like, you know, the United States like gets involved in like foreign affairs. And they start arming like some like guerrilla group. And that guerrilla group ends up like taking over and becoming a headache for the for the U.S. like down the line. It's that's the same thing as new rooting for New England as a Jets fan. It's like, yeah, we can root for New England, but all of a sudden it's going to be week 18 and in a must win game hosting New England in the last game of the season. And it's like, what did we do? Why were we rooting for this? So I, well, at least I, we can have a chance because otherwise that game is going to be meaningless for both of us. Like we need it to be yeah. that that's win and get in instead of oh, we're both just losers in the bottom of the AFC here. It's true. It's true. But. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel it's uh, years and years of feeling weird about trying to root for New England. But yeah, yeah I'm with you. I, I think New England can win this game outright. Nine and a half is way too much. It's my, actually my second best bet of the day. My oh. first best bet of the day is the Jets. I forgot to say it. Um, give me the Jets as a best bet. Give me New England as a best bet. Uh, they will be in my teaser. I'm not sure if they're in my uh, Hail Mary as well, but... Um, yeah, I think it's too many points. I think Miami, you talked about the Buffalo Bills maybe, or someone earlier in the in the show, you talked about them being fraudulent. Miami is fraudulent. Miami, oh, that's the whole AFC East. Miami has beat absolutely garbage teams. And when they when they played anyone with a decent record, they they stuck. Aha, I forget what the status saw was today, but there's only two there's only two teams who are like 0 and six or worse against uh, teams with winning records dating yeah. back to last season. And it's like the Miami Dolphins are 0 6 and the Bears are 0 7. Like they're just frauds. Like as soon as they play anyone good, they just lose. So yeah. <laughs> this whole thing about Miami, all these yards and stuff like that, like congratulations, you scored 70 on Denver. Okay. Other than that, like what happens when you play a real team? What happens when it gets cold out? What happens when you play, you know, a team with the defense? So, you know, JC Jackson's back there. I don't think there's any stopping Tyreek Hill, but, um, you know, to your point, Tyreek Hill might be the only option for for uh, Miami in this game. So, yeah, give me the points. Miami, my second best bet of the day. Or New England, I'm sorry. Second best bet of the day down Miami. Last 1 o'clock game of the day. And another game that should have, like, normally last year definitely would have been a 4 o'clock. Two NFC teams. L.A. Rams plus 6.5 at the Dallas Cowboys coming off a bye. Mm. Dallas Cowboys remind me a lot of the Buffalo Bills. A lot of uh, high expectations, uh, a lot of blame on the quarterback, a lot of blame on skill positions when really it's just cluster injuries on defense. Elite defense in the beginning falls off very fast when you have your, I mean, what are you going to do with that Vander Esch and, 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 um, and yeah, dude and Diggs, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. This is what you're going to do. What are you going to do to bang up O-line? This is what, this is what it is. Like, I don't understand what you expect. I love the Rams. I think I don't think they're gonna win this game. I don't think there's any way Dallas is gonna be able to stop Puka, who's gonna I think set the rookie record for yards. He almost he almost had eight hundred yards already, dude. Like no one's he's almost he's almost leading the league in yards. He's a rookie. Yeah. It's it is crazy. I've never seen anything like it. He's stifling Cooper Cup. I mean Cooper Cup is barely getting the ball because of him. Tutu Atwell, who was the star, is like an afterthought now. Higby doesn't even get the ball. These are stars. It's crazy what's going on in, in uh with the Rams. I think they're going to beat Dallas, man. Dallas is going to be four and three. They're fraudulent. They, they remind me of the Bills. 
Uh, Rams, Rams to win straight up, dude. Forget the six and a half. Yeah, I like LA too. I was thinking about making it the best bet. Yeah, I still want all my best bets to be the one o'clock windows. So yeah. I saved one for the four o'clocks. But yeah, yeah, it's too many points. Six and a half is too much. I don't think Dallas is a touchdown better than LA. LA is a little hit or miss sometimes. Like I haven't been able to get a good vibe on them, but to your point, I think they just have, they think they have just better skill positions. They're playing better offense right now. I know Dallas is coming off a bye. Everyone's kind of rested up, but, um, still without some key pieces on defense, 77% of the money right now on Dallas, 68% of the bets. Um, don't know why it's so one sided. When it's a seven point spread, it makes no sense to me. So yeah, give me LA plus six and a half. All right, the standalone four o'clock game at Seattle, the twelfth man. We got PJ Walker slash mm. DTR at Seattle at Geno minus two and a half. I love the under in this game. Right now, defenses for both teams great. Both teams like to run the ball. I love the under. Time, the clock's going to be rolling in this game. Yep. But I'm. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me not to take the best defense. But I, I physically cannot take DTR. PJ Walker though, cover machine. Yeah. That's where. That, like that's where I, I need the injury report. But it's Tuesday. We're recording now. I got to take it. I'll take Seattle at home. I don't think Garrett could be that dominant twice in a row. Give me Seattle. But if it's PJ Walker, I'm going to think about the spread, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Cleveland plus three. 87% of the money, 82% of the bets just makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. On Seattle right now. Four out of every five betters is betting on Seattle. Like, what has Seattle shown you? No DK last week, but you win against Arizona by 10 points. Like, really? Like, Cleveland was in a. And then crazy game last week. They're able to score. You're talking about that defense. The defense looked a little susceptible. They it's weird. They, they were you they were the best. Points. They were the best and worst thing about the Cleveland Browns last week. Like they generated <laughs> points by by uh, Garrett uh-huh. being so insane, but then they also gave up thirty something points on defense. So, yeah. um, you know, I- Seattle just to me the offense just hasn't clicked like it has last season. Like when you added. Um, Smith and Jigba, it's like, okay, maybe this offense could take another step. Like, Tyler Lockett, like, where has he been all season long? Like, DK Metcalf is in the middle of after, but he's too busy getting like penalties after plays from pushing people down instead of scoring touchdowns and being healthy. Like, what are you doing? Um, Kenneth well, Walker. Bobo, Bobo taking up those Lockett catches, man. That's what, yeah. And, and that's what you got to do when you're, when you're a young up and coming guy like that. Like, you're not giving a lot of reps. So when you get the reps, go out there and make some highlight plays. And he did. So, you know, you know, maybe they're in an okay spot, but dude, just where's this offense? Like, like I said, you, you had Smith and Jig, but you thought they would maybe take a step here with Gino and it's been absolutely nothing. So, uh, yeah, give me Cleveland plus three on the road. Tough place to play, but I think defense, defense travels. I think Garrett travels. So. Uh, Even yeah, in the 12th man? But you're not worried about DTR, man? If it's nope. DTR. If it's DTR. No, I'm more concerned about like Ford being hurt on uh, Cleveland. So yeah. you're, relying on, you're relying on Kareem Hunt. He looked fine. He got the game winning touchdown. 15 seconds left in the game. What do you want from him? Yeah. Yeah. He, just, he was on the couch three weeks ago. That's the only thing. Yeah. But he, he had the bye week to, to reacclimate. He's back with the same team, same scheme. 
Yeah. That rhyme. Yeah, just, yeah, just hope he stays healthy. That's all. You know, you're just you're just down people. You're down Chubb. You're down Ford. It's like, okay, you're on a guy that was on a bench that was on the couch three weeks ago. Like, what happens if he gets hurt? Like, you're you're just you're running out of options. That's all. That's the only thing that concerns me. All right. Three, four, twenty-five games. First one. Kansas City at Denver. And talk about lines that don't make any sense. Mm. If Kareem Jackson is suspended for Denver, we have Denver who's not a real team. Mm-hmm. We have Kansas City who has beat Denver 15 straight times, which is why the Jets have to beat the Patriots this year because we can't, we can't be the streak. Like the only reason we have redemption it would just be the Jets have the biggest playoff drought. The Jets have the biggest losing streak against one team. It would just be, we would just have every stat like that. Like Kansas City beating Denver is the only thing that is keeping us just slightly above the red line. So Kansas City's obviously going to win. They're definitely going to win. There's no chance they're not going to win. But why is it only seven and a half? This should be 12 and a half. This should be 14 and a half. This should be the biggest spread of the week. I don't care. They just played each other two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever the hell it was. I'm taking Kansas City. I know it's stupid. I know. I, I, I understand, but I don't even know where the safety is now for the Denver Broncos, man, without Kareem Jackson. It's going to be so bad. I think Travis Kelsey is going to have six touchdowns. Like I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. Rashi Rice is just coming, you know, just coming on. Who's going to guard him? Yeah, you need your safety. Like I, I'm, I'm just taking Kansas City. I don't care. Doesn't make sense. I agree that I agree full heartedly. Does not make sense taking Kansas City. Yeah, I'm with. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going Denver in this one. Um, yeah. it's fine. So disgusting. I have to take it. To your yeah. point, it should be 14, so I'm giving you seven points. I'm giving Kansas City seven points to start the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, that doesn't make me feel good, this, knowing that I'm, I'm betting on the Denver Broncos, but I'm doing yeah, it. I, I was that. thinking about making this a best bet. It's so absolutely disgusting. Like, how is it only seven and a half points? Makes literally no sense. It's crazy. It's crazy. 70% of the money, too, on Denver. Like, that spooks me, too. Like, what do people know? Like, why is someone betting with 60, with 70% of the bets? Going on KC, like why is someone laying down a big amount of money on Denver on a Tuesday? Like why? Yeah. So yeah, give me Denver plus seven and a half. All right, really talk about Spooktober. This is a very interesting game, man. San Francisco at home minus five and a half, and on, on in front of the whole world did not look too good against the Minnesota Vikings against primetime Kirk, and that wasn't for some reason like a headline. This this. This time around for primetime Kirk, usually it's like he's doing so good, so we got to bring him down with the primetime Kirk stuff. But now that he's down, we didn't want to bring him more down with the primetime Kirk stuff. I don't, I don't know, but he played great and nobody cared against the best defense in the league, according to everyone. Uh, I know Fred Warner got hurt at the end, but that's why the, that's why this injury report is so important, man. I, I don't know what, like right now, I'm taking Cincinnati just for our purposes because we got Trent Williams, the best left tackle who was out last week. We have Fred Warner, the best linebacker, who got hurt the last play last week because he flew in. To, you know, that was a crazy jump. Mm-hmm. We have Debo, who's out. We have C-Mac, best running back in the league. I think, what was it, a 15 or 16-game touchdown streak? Insane. Yeah. He, had, he has an oblique. Is he good? Did he, did, you know, did he get hurt? Is he good? We don't know. We still haven't seen the first practice. George Kittle was stretching out his oblique. All these things we don't know. Brock Purdy looked terrible. San Francisco has a bye week the week after, I believe. Honestly, I mean, I'm definitely taking Cincinnati for our purposes. 
I feel like they're gonna make Trent Williams rest. I feel like they're gonna take make everyone rest one more. It feels like where they're gonna where they're going with this whole thing, right? What they did with Debo, when clear he looked fine. I'm sure they would have played if it was playoffs. Yep. I'm, I'm taking Cincinnati plus five and a half off a of bye, man. They're off a of bye. They need to win at three and three. San Francisco is injured looking at their bye, and they don't really need to win necessarily. I like Cincinnati in the spot, man. But Trent, Trent Williams, I'm telling you, when you're looking at, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're thinking about it. Just look at the, look at the injury report. Look at Trent Williams. Look at Fred Warner. Look at C-Mac. Yeah, I, I, dude, I'm with you. I, I'm taking Cincinnati. It's my third and final best bet of the day. I um, I just think Cincinnati's been so hot or cold. San Francisco, I feel like, has been pretty consistent. Um, you know, they're either, I mean, I mean when they're looking poorly, they're still pretty good. I guess maybe is a better way of saying that. Like even when they're not playing well, like against like against Minnesota last week, they still kept Minnesota in the twenties, and they were still able to score like in the high seventeens, you know, low twenties. Like there was, they were in that game even though they played terribly. When Cincinnati plays terribly, <laughs> they kick a field goal, and that's yeah. it. So. Um, that concerns me a lot with Cincinnati. 61% of the money right now in San Francisco, and I think rightfully so. I'm going Cincinnati in my third and final best bet. It's disgusting. I hate it. I think San Francisco is a much better team. To your point with the injuries, maybe it makes me feel a little bit better about it, but um, Cincinnati, when they're bad, it's real, real bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Cincinnati this week. All right. My hold your nose pick of the week. Yep. My, my let's go Arizona take down everybody in Survivor. I can't believe I've lasted this long game of the week. Yep. This is the trap, man. Everybody took Dallas against Arizona because Arizona's looking bad in the beginning. It bit them in the butt. And it's coming back. It's coming back. Everyone loves Baltimore. They just beat everybody's darling in the Lions last week. Smacked them. Wasn't even a game. Touchdown by the Lions was in garbage time. To make it, to get, it was bad. Very, very unstoppable Ravens. As, as it gets, yep. At the Arizona Cardinals with Murray coming back. Maybe he's going to play. We have Dobbs finally coming back to earth. They don't have a running back. It just looks terrible in Arizona. Arizona might win the game. I love Arizona eight and a half. They might win this damn game. If you think the Ravens are going to go six and two and look dominant again and cover a spread, you have not watched the Ravens. Like, yeah. I don't, there's no way you watched the Ravens in the Harbaugh era. There's no way you have because as soon as you think that Baltimore is good, not only are they going to be bad, they're going to be abysmal. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not even going to be close. You're going to wow. be like, what am I watching? That's this game. Everybody killed it last week. Andrews got his TDs and his targets, got the Gus Bus, Lamar, Odell, Flowers. Everybody's good. Last week was the week. This week, coming back, coming back down to earth. They, they're about to coast. They think they're going to coast into Arizona and win this game. Arizona's going to cover. Arizona might win. Yeah, I'm with you. Arizona, like you said, hold your nose pick of the week. Eight and a half, eight points, oh. whatever it ends up being. It's just too many points. Because to your point, like when things go good for Baltimore, it goes south very quickly. And, you know, maybe it's not this week, but it seems like a great spot. East Coast going West Coast, four o'clock game. 
the lonely Arizona who hasn't, you know, they haven't covered a spread in two or three weeks. Never mind, sniffed a win. Um, Baltimore 15 and 0, I think, in the Lamar Jackson era against NFC teams just absolutely dominates NFC teams. And yeah, this is, like you said, I'm picking a spot here. Give me Arizona plus eight. I think they cover. I think they're in this game. Don't know if they win, but I, I think they're competitive in this game uh, in the fourth quarter here. I honestly do. do. I, I, for some reason, I see Baltimore being five and three. John, Arizona one thing, three. though, I need to talk to you about real quick. Best team in football in the first quarter. Uh-oh. I know you love like those first half bets, first quarter Arizona, bets. College. Isn't it? Baltimore, undefeated oh. and absolutely killing teams in the first quarter. This week will be the first week I bet Baltimore first quarter. So you better believe Arizona's gonna win the first quarter. Because yeah. oh, I percent I could be that I could be that big of a mush sometimes when I'm This is a bad week. This is a bad week to take the Ravens. I'm saying that I am staying so far away from the Ravens. I'm not even you know, like this is the exact week where you're just making bets and you're just adding, oh, let me just add the Baltimore money line. Let me yep. just add, you know, the Cowboys money line. Let me just add like all let me just add the Buffalo Bills money line. Let me just add the San Francisco money line. Good luck this week. Yep. Let me just add the Dolphins money line. Good luck this week. I'm telling you, this is not the week. This is not the week to just add. Don't add. Yep. <laughs> this is the thing to tease. This is the week to definitely to tease. All right. Sunday night football. Greg, I, I tease the survivor. I'm still alive in survivor. My survivor pick of the week. Sunday night football at home. The LA Clippers slash Chargers versus Badgent. I'm glad Badgent got his win. I'm glad Deontay Foreman got a hat trick. Mm. Sounds good, guys. I'm glad that the Chargers lost last week. It's going perfect. I mean, it, this couldn't be better. It's a perfect spot. Eight and a half is a lot. We're to- this is a spread show. I agree. I don't care about the spread in this game. This is my survivor pick of the week. There is like 10% left. Literally, actually, less than 10%. There's like 8% left in my league. I'm going Chargers at home. To win this game outright versus the Chicago Bears, they better win this game. How are the Chicago Bears and the LA Chargers two and four? How are they both two and four? Yeah. How? how like how? And what did we have Keaton Allen and Eckler and Justin Herbert and Derwin James and Bosa and Khalil Mack who got six sacks their, in a game? Their coach sucks. How, Greg? Stanley's bad. He's bad. He's a bad coach. Bad. On the other side, we have Eberflus and Justin Fields and Badgett and uh, what are we talking about? And DJ yeah. Moore and Dante Foreman, their ninth running back. They're the same record. Yep. Where's defense in the league? Same record. What I can't figure out is how is this spread eight and a half or nine, and then the Denver since and the Denver KC spread seven and a half. Like, how is this spread bigger? Like you said, both teams are two and four. Like this should be a closer spread. These teams are closer together than. The two and the two and five Denver Broncos and the six and one Kansas City Chiefs. It's crazy to me that the spread is this high. I love Chicago, uh, to cover, but to your point, I do like the Chargers in a, in a, in a survivor situation here. Like I have to, I have to, you know, there's not a, there's not a lot of great survivor picks this week. I think the Chargers are a good one. Um, but yeah, give me Chicago plus eight and a half plus nine, whatever ends up being. 
I love them with the points. Yeah, I, I'm I'm confident in the Chargers. Uh, I'm taking it. That's it. Yep. Survive, Chargers. You better freaking survive. And then the week after is Monday night. Chargers Jets at home in MetLife. Yeah. I mean, we need the Chargers to win for a, a plethora of reasons. For me, for the Jets, for everyone. Mm-hmm. For the Chargers. Everybody needs the Chargers to win this week. <laughs> everybody wants them to win. Chargers need to win. Monday night. And Greg, I don't know why I'm feeling this way this week. I don't know what it is about the the, the smell in the air, the football in the air in New York City. The, I, I, the underdog stench coming out of college football. I, it's just infiltrating for me, the NFL this week. It's infiltrating week eight. I like that. Because it's Monday night. It's the disgusting Las Vegas Raiders. We have Devontae Adams talking smack. We have the ugliest head coach in the league. We have Josh Jacobs, who should be getting the ball more. We have Max Crosby, the greatest defensive player ever, who doesn't get off the field, but the defense still sucks somehow. I mean, we have the worst situation ever in Vegas versus the amazing Detroit Lions, especially at home, especially in the Dome. Top five quarterback. We got everything going. And they got smacked last week. This is a perfect spot. Perfect spot for the Lions to bounce back and perfect spot for the Vegas Raiders to show us that they're the Vegas Raiders. I think Jimmy G's going to come back. <laughs> I think the Raiders are going to roll in this game. And I think the Detroit Lions, everybody's sweetheart, everybody's favorite team in the world, is going to be 5-3. and three. And they're going to be staring... Somehow, some way, staring at Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's four and four. Or if Green Bay wins, they're three and four. Still right there, dude. Yep. Detroit's going to lose this game. Everybody's division bets for those Lions are going to, those odds are going to go way less this week. I think the Vegas Raiders are going to straight up win, but I'm going to take them seven and a half. Yeah, I like that. You're getting, you're, you're jumping on the disgusting train with me. I mean, 2% of the money is on Las Vegas. When have you seen 98% of the money on a team in the that, NFL? Actually. I mean, I crazy. Um, and that's why I'm taking Las Vegas. I'm with you. Plus eight. I think this is a no brainer. If you're, if you'd like to bet the absolute disgusting spreads like I do, I mean, Las Vegas should lose this game by 30. To your point, like Detroit's home. They're coming off a bad loss. They need to get back on track. Like Las Vegas should have seven points is not enough. Eight points is not enough. But I'm riding with these disgusting picks. They did me well last week. I hope they do me well again this week. Give me Las Vegas plus eight on Monday night. All right. Jumping into the Hail Mary parlay, Greg, and I've been teasing it all day. Mm. I got an 11 leg Hail Mary parlay. You bet $1, Greg. $1. One. That's a peanut M&M's from, from, from the bodega is more expensive. Yeah. Okay. You bet $1 on the Hail Mary parlay here. You win $15,500 on FanDuel. I love it. All right. My $1 parlay. It's the Tampa Bay Bucks beating the Bills, Philly winning, beating the Commanders, Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Steelers, Texans beating the Panthers, Rams beating the Cowboys, Falcons beating the Titans, Jets beating the Giants, Patriots beating the Dolphins, Cardinals beating the Ravens, Chargers beating the Bears, Raiders beating the Lions. One dollar, win fifteen grand. Lock it up. I'm about a dollar twenty-three on it. Jump that up to nineteen grand. Bang. Let's go. 
Because that's what I had 23 cents like left over. In my, <laughs> put it in right now. Let's go. I like that. I like that I'm with you. I got some of those teams in my hell, Mary. It's smaller. It's four teams. Um, it's the Steelers money line, the Rams money line, the Titans money line, the Jets money line. Titans. <gasps> like. Oh, oh, Will Levis. Oh, you're going to put, put. Again, this is the second time today you put your hard earned money on Malik Liberty. Like, Will Levis, did you not, you want me to pull up Will Levis tape? Yeah, I mean, so he went in the first round for a reason. We'll see what happens. 2600 John. 10 bucks was 260 bucks. And you know if you don't like the first round? You know who else won the first round? Josh True. Rosen. <laughs> True. <laughs> if, uh, if you don't like the Titans, it's only a plus 120 bet. You could swap that out with someone else. Like, you know, you could swap it out with the New Orleans. You could swap it out with a Carolina. You could swap it out with someone else. It's two or three points. Cleveland, like that's not bad. Um, it gets you right around the same thing. So plus twenty six hundred here. Um, Falcons on the road. I just feel like, like you said it's Vrabel cooking up something. Just when you think the Colt, when the Titans have no chance, they come out and they win the game. That's just what happens with the Tennessee Titans. Like you were talking about the Ravens. You know, if you don't watch football, you don't know what happens here. If you don't watch football, you don't know. The Tennessee Titans, when they're absolutely supposed to kill a team, that's when they lose. When they have absolutely no chance at winning, that's when they win. Um, that's my Hail Mary. My teaser, John, is big time spreads getting more points <laughs> and getting even bigger. Same. Bears plus 14 and a half. Raiders oh. plus 14 and a half. Broncos plus 13 and a half. Cardinals plus 14 and a half. Bengals plus 11 and a half. New England plus 15 and a half. The Bears plus seven and a half and the Rams plus 12 and a half. I have all my best bets in there except for the Jets because they were already favorites. I just wanted all underdogs. That's plus 1100 for an eight team six point teaser. Uh, I have some of those, I have some of those same teams. I got a six leg plus 500 teaser with the six points. I got Vegas 14 and a half, Cardinals 14 and a half, Patriots 15 and a half, Rams 12 and a half. Bucks 14 and a half, Bengals 11 and a half, plus 500. Love that. John, I've been flirting with these teasers. Last week, the I only know. thing I lost on my teaser was the Miami Dolphins plus eight and a half. I hit everything I in that. And I think the week before, I just missed one in that one as well. I think it was the Bills minus six and a half. I teased them down to six and a half. I think they didn't cover that against the Giants, maybe, or maybe it was one other one. But either way, I'm just missing, missing by one. So I'm really hoping this week it finally connects. A nice plus eleven hundred teaser. All right, um, let us know what you got. That's the conclusion of week eight. I mean, there's sports everywhere. I gotta go check my frozen frenzy bets. The Lakers and the Denver Nuggets going wire to wire right here. Of course, Gabe Vincent has no threes, which is gonna ruin everything because I'm hitting everything else. We have the Phillies up uh, uh, now. That they were down one zero in the first, and now they're up in game seven. Things are happening. It is sports mecca. We don't need COVID for sports for sports mecca, bro. Everyone that, everyone, that was just everyone saying it. Sports mecca is here every fall, regardless of your feelings. Bro. Wait for championship today. Oh, like champions, champions league on the afternoon is a cheat code on, 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 on this on this Tuesday, honestly. And Greg, I know nobody cares. We're gonna talk about the college episode, but when I tell you how invested I am in the fun belt week games this week. Mm. I, I can't tell you. I can't. I I need. 
I, we'll talk about it. I need Georgia Southern to be Georgia State. I think, like, more than anything, Liberty's versus Western Kentucky, what I think is, is a preview to the, to, to their championship later on the season. I mean, college football is getting gritty, man. So yeah, that, game, that game's going on now. Liberty game's going on now. On That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm so invested. I need to go check that right now. I'm so invested. Like, things are happening. Crazy. I'm so invested in the fun belt. Like, I'm telling you, this is the time. Hit us up. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, period. We have the college episodes, uh, full slate with Chip Murphy 7. We have the NBA preview. We got the NFL full slate here. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. We out. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.